Money FM 89.3, best of drive time. You're listening to Money FM 89.3, and it's now time for Market View, where we take a look at some of the key movers on the Singapore Stock Exchange and how the Singapore market closed for the day. Now, first, a quick recap of how we started off. A Singapore share slid in early trade today, and if you look at the Straits Times Index, that was down 0.1% to 3,376 points in early trade, some 47 million securities changed hands. Now, off to the closing now. The benchmark STI closed down 0.2%. We're looking at 3,318 points. In terms of value turnover, that's 880 million Sing dollars. A gainers trade loses 248 versus 252. Top advances for the day, Hallpan, DigiLife Tech and Aces, and top decliners, Semco Marine, The Place Holdings, and Parkson Retail. Now, some notable names seeing developments today included in-flight caterer and ground handler sets uh, making a news for the second straight day there reporting a net profit of half a million sing dollars for the third quarter to december reversing two consecutive quarters of losses now aside from that singaporeans also keeping a very close eye on announcements made during uh, Singapore's Budget 2023 speech by Deputy Prime Minister and Finance Minister Lawrence Wong and the effect on households and businesses. So helping us break down all that market action today, we have with us Matthias Chan, Head of Research at SAC Capital. Hi, Matt. Welcome to the show. Hi, Tintian. Hello, boys. Maybe let's start with the Singapore stock market as usual. How do you think the STI fare today, given that it's Budget Day here? Yeah, it was uh, flattish today, Singapore market. But uh, for perspective, you see the Singapore market has done a decent single-digit rise here today. Regional markets up teens, China, strong digit. And we are only mid-February. So, you know, expect the market to consolidate for a while going forward. Hmm. Looking at the biggest movers for today, any surprises given uh, there, given what was announced at the budget and again, some major developments, corporate developments there as well? Yeah, you were right to say, you know, with the budget, there wasn't much of an impact on the market today. No discernible trend for the gainers, but on the top decliners, I see that DBS is still feeling the effects of its Adani exposure. As for stats, uh, you mentioned about its good results, uh, but it turned down today. It, had had, it has had a good run since the acquisition of WFS, so we should expect some profit-taking. Hmm. And I'd like to zoom in on the in-flight caterer and ground handler sets. Uh, Matt, we talked about uh, the company and its joint venture with Air India yesterday on the show, in fact. But just take us through sets' uh, third quarter net profit figures. How significant is it for the company to swing into the black after two consecutive quarters of losses? It's definitely a foretaste of things to come. The flight volume has reached almost three quarters of pre-pandemic levels. And looking ahead, uh, Set said that staffing is now at an optimal level that will cater for any expected improvement in the aviation sector. And, you know, especially from China's reopening, which, of course, has been uh, talked to death. Mm. If you're just tuning in, we are now speaking to Matthias Chan, Head of Research at SAC Capital. Well, Matt, let's take a look at fibre network infrastructure provider Netlink Trust, also seeing some developments there today, announcing a 24.2% increase in profit after tax. We're looking at $81.8 million for the nine months ended December. What is the outlook amid a telco's 5G rollout and as construction? activities resume. We all know that Singapore is going full steam ahead on its 5G ambitions. So at least half of Singapore is expected to be covered by that 5G networks by mid-23 and full coverage 25 in 2025. 
So NetLink Trust, uh, responsible for the infrastructure, will clearly be uh, you know, a big beneficiary. Matt, we do see a number of REITs announcing their distribution per unit uh, figures of late. You have Paragon REIT, Far East Hospitality REIT, first REIT among those reporting. Which of these stood up to you? Because uh, Far East Hospitality REIT, for one, did see a DPU up 13.1%, but really to what extent is it significant for you? Yeah, that's right. You know, all the DPUs have improved. Double digits in the case of Paragon and Far East Hospitality REITs. Well, this suggests that the engines many business segments are firing away. But case in point, there's a shops in Paragon REITs portfolio are witnessing sales very near to pre-pandemic levels. Hmm. And one quick question before we let you go, Matt. Uh, let's very quickly take a look at what's happening around the world. We have the US January CPI data due today. Markets expecting headline CPI to be up 0.5% on a monthly basis. What are you expecting for the moment? Yep, it will very likely be a positive number in uh, January. If you look back in December, CPI, it dipped month on month. This is due to falling energy prices. Now, those energy prices were resilient in January vis-a-vis December. So positive 0.5%, very reasonable. Thank you very much, Matt. That was Matthias Chan, Head of Research at SAC Capital. Thank you very much for joining us on Money FM 89.3. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance.